Vicky Smiley Morning Show, the most funny in the Just another day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Ladies and gentlemen, the senior pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church, Dallas, Texas, Pastor Frederick Douglas Haynes. Pastor Haynes, good morning. My bro, Ricky Smiley, man. Again, Happy New Year to you. You know, I love you. I appreciate you. I thank God for you and the Ricky Smiley Morning Show and the Ricky Smiley Morning Show family. Listen today, Rick. I love the song, It's Only One Night, though, by Ty Tribbett. Ty Tribbett is helping us to know with the song Only One Night, though, that God is so good that God gives us something to look forward to even as we are going through, going through disappointment, going through days of difficulty and nightmarish nights as we are going through hard times and hardship. The good news is, as I'm going through, I've got something to look forward to because Ty Tribbett says it's only for one night. Why? Because the Bible says weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. That means you've got something to look forward to even as you were going through those horrible and and terrible days where you feel like you can't go on listen keep your head up know that you have a hope that no hell or hardship can can put out i think i'll stop right there because only one night though simply says Hold on to your hope. It simply says keep hope alive. It simply says make up your mind that you're not going to let what you're going through be the end of you because beyond what you're going through is what God is taking you to. And so whatever else you do, hold on to hope. But then also, when I hear that phrase, only for one night though, weeping may endure for a night, joy comes in the morning, it lets me know that somehow God is able to use what I'm going through as transportation, as a vehicle to get me what God is trying to take me to. Listen, if you look back over your life, a lot of the good that you are is a result of some of the bad that you've been through because all things work together for good to those who love God and are called according to God's purposes. So here's what you do as we kick off this new year. Whatever else you do, hold on to hope. You keep hope alive. And as you're doing that, recognize, here it is, that God can use what you're going through to help you get to what God has in store for you. So even disappointment can become a divine appointment. I like that. Even your difficulties can help drive you and push you to what God has for you as God gives you the strength in the midst of the struggle to build you and to help you become everything that God wants you to become. Listen, I know it's rough, but as Ty Tribbett says, it's only for one night. The weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Love you, Ricky. Have a blessing. There it is, Pastor Haynes, man, the senior pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church. Let's get into this music. Love you, Pastor Haynes. Yes, sir. Love you, Ricky. Have a great one. Yes, sir. You too. Let's go. News headlines, entertainment, sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. I got your front page right here, Maria. Good morning. 
Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening at, uh, in news. As expected, court filings from a lawsuit related to Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking conspiracy case were unsealed on Wednesday. Former President Bill Clinton was mentioned more than 50 times in the previously redacted documents. One of Epstein's victims said that she heard Epstein say that Clinton likes them young, referring to girls. In other news, a Las Vegas judge took a beating as she sentenced a man for felony battery. The incident went down at Clark County District Court on Wednesday, where Judge Mary Kay Hawthis gave 30-year-old Deobra Redden his sentence. Now, Redden initially requested probation, but she wasn't budging, so he did. Leaping over the bench, attacking her and causing chaos in the courtroom. I don't know if you saw this video, Ricky, but it was all over social media yesterday. What? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Man, that dude went up over that bench like Superman. He flew over there. Yeah, bench. like a like a frog. He like about, uh, in court. Yeah, yes. in court. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, that was, was a like, good jump. I know he that played. That was a good uh, jump. <laughs> yeah, that was a nice goal line okay. dive. Yeah, he got some licks in, but according to 8 News Now, judge uh, the judge only hit her head and suffered no serious injury. So that's a good thing. He ain't never getting out. Mm-mm. No, she, not after one that. Thing you don't do. You don't do that. Uh, some I see some people on. I watch that uh, thing on A and E. People cussing judges out, uh, let alone jump up there and hit a judge. That's crazy. Yeah, definitely not what you want to do. Uh, you also want to keep in mind about the flu season. It is turning out to be a tough one. I think all of us have experienced some type of uh, symptoms, flu-like symptoms over the holidays. We were talking about that in the studio. Uh, this is especially happening in the southeast and parts of the western U.S. According to NBC News, 33 states are reporting high to very high counts of flu-like illnesses, including 4,500 deaths. Now, health officials are reminding folks to wash their hands frequently and stay up to date on their vaccinations. I'm Maria Moore, and that's what's happening in news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what you got in sports? What up there, Maria? Miami Dolphins star wide receiver Tyreek Hill and his family. They are safe after firefighters respond to a large fire at his home yesterday. The cause of the fire is unclear. It looked like it was kind of an electrical situation, but uh, everybody's safe. Everybody got out, and we're going to see uh, wish some prayers to get everything was all right there. Uh, NFL Pro Bowl players have been selected. Starting quarterback for the NFC will be quarterback of the 49ers, Brock Purdy, and the starting quarterback for the AFC, Tua Tagovailoa of the Miami Dolphins. It is what it is. Rick, Alabama got nine players so far entering the transfer porter, uh, portal Uh-oh. yesterday after losing to Michigan, of course, in the college football playoffs, including a center. Now, the center been struggling all season long, man, getting the, getting the snap back to uh, Miro. But uh, he's transferring to a bowling league. Like, that's what he's doing. I'm pretty much, man. <laughs> but you get mad. <laughs> you the starting center. You getting mad because you can't snap the ball right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going to be on the, uh, the first round pick of a bowling league. So that's exactly what he did. He's bowling the ball to the quarterback. Yes, uh, but let the festivities begin. There's going to be a bunch of players hitting that portal. It's going to be an all-time record, in my opinion, this year. So. We'll see what happens, man. That's my quick sports report. Brad got the hot spot coming up next. What's up there, Mike? Coming up next in the hot spot, Kanye West owes over a million dollars. I'm going to tell you why up next. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot, yeah. Ooh, hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. All right, Ricky Smiley Morning Show time for the hot spot. What up, Brett? 
What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Kanye West, he owes over $1 million in unpaid taxes. His clothing firm, Yeezy Apparel LLC, has four active tax liens against it over the last three years for unpaid business taxes totaling $934,033.56. To make matters worse, he also owes $100,000 in property taxes on two homes he owned with his ex-wife, Kim Kardashian. Now he has two more ongoing tax liens against him. Lord have mercy, I really hope he can uh, pay this because most of the time it'd be the people who work for you and the accounts and everybody who taking the money and handling the money and not paying the taxes. I don't know if he handles his own money, but a lot of times this happens to entertainers where you think they taking care of business and they not. Moving on, y'all. 50 Cent slammed the state of California's decision to provide illegal immigrants with taxpayer-funded health care in an Instagram post Wednesday. California expanded health care coverage under the program uh, known as Medi-Cal through roughly 700,000 illegal Im- ooh, to uh, 700,000 illegal immigrants. 50 wrote, I don't understand this. This is going to cost $2.6 billion for taxpayers. They don't even give veterans health insurance. Hmm. Government, call my phone now. Help me understand this. Any comments, mm. you guys? <laughs> Gary? Yeah, I mean, it's sad because just think about it. Here. People like regular people like myself battle could get health care, and then you got people coming from anywhere else and getting it for free. I don't want to talk about it. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 I, honestly, but my fear is not to have health care and have to be laying on a damn stretcher in the hospital, and you know they don't wait on you. They put you on that stretcher, honey, and you wait till they decide to come help you. So. It's a sad situation, but it happens. But you know, in December, 300,000 immigrants crossed the border in one day. Hmm. Wow. That's in crazy. one day. Wow. And baby, those children get to eat, get insurance, and everything. Yeah. And honey, Miss Mamie been here all her life. <laughs> Can't get nothing. So. Miss Mamie? Miss <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You know what? We're going to wrap up the hospital on that Miss Mamie note. Coming up next, y'all, we got Special K when she got that fire. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. it ain't the IG models. It ain't the baddies. It ain't the. I'ma tell y'all who got that fire. And they some regular chicks. Give me some background music that's appropriate for this little situation right here. Oh yeah, fellas, if you out here in these streets, just how you know she got that fire. When you see her from behind with some boy shorts and one side of it be caught up in between her cheeks. Come on now. Come on now. That one cheek be out a little bit more than the other one. She got that fire. If she got a 
full-size bed with a king-size comforter. Come on now. Come on now. She got a full-size bed, but she got a king-size comforter. Ooh, she got that fire. She got, if you go in her bathroom and she got them lights over the vanity with the four bulbs and two or three of them are blowed out, yep. come on now. Ooh. Ooh. Speaking of that, yeah, if the ceiling fan over her bed got a shoestring to tie it onto the end of that little chain. And dust on the other side. And all the blades is dusty. I'm talking about all the blades got that fur on them. Come on now. She got that fire and she need a swipper. That's nasty. When she got that ceiling fan fur, come on now. Come on now. If y'all at the Olive Garden and no matter how much salad dressing the way to bring out, she's still complaining that it ain't enough. Oh, yeah, that's going to be that. Fuck. She's petty. She's petty as hell. If her TV remote ain't got no back on it and you just see them batteries and they keep popping out every time you pick it up, come on. Yeah. If she lets you smash while her one-year-old baby is on the bed, sleep with y'all. Come on. Foot of the bed. At the front of the bed. Mm, Them chicks who say ax instead of ask. Come on now. <laughs> Chicks who be a little musty because they don't shave their underarms all the way down. Yeah. Not real musty, just a little. It just be a Tingy. little onion, the little Tingy. oniony. It yeah. just be a little sourny up under there. Come on, I'm sour. Yeah. yeah. If you see a chick cussing her kids out at Walmart or Family Dollar, and they like two year old, and they reaching for like Skittles and stuff like that, she cussing, mm. <laughs> you got that fire. Chicks over forty that still get in club fights. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> How about them women that got their hair in a ponytail that ain't long enough to hang down? Come on, now. Yeah. Come on. How yeah. about them chicks who say, boy, whatever, all the time? Oh, yeah. Chicks who clap to emphasize what they saying. Come on, now. Oh, 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 the chicks, they be like, oh, my God. Duh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is so cute. <laughs> uh, and how about the men who like them thickums out there? Don't skip on the thickums. You cannot. You better have hey, you better have these as your sayings. I don't want no lady that ain't pushing 180. <laughs> Five, nine, and 210, count your boy in. It's some real good loving if them thighs is scrubbing. You hear me? If right. her thighs and her brakes is scrubbing, you better jump on it, player. I'm telling you. <laughs> that should put you to sleep and scratch that back. <laughs> Come on now. Another reason why it work. We'll talk about that some other time. No, I wouldn't talk about it now. Fred, Fred, I... I said we'll talk about that some other time. You don't tell me what I can talk about. You don't tell me what I can talk about in my own house. Don't you point your finger at my nose, Fred Sanford. I'll point my finger at your nose and I'll point my foot somewhere else. <laughs> McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Half man, half woman. It's Gary. I wanna hip you to the T. It's Gary, baby. Gary has the T and the Kalu of the day, Gary. 
Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Thursday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. People are saying African-American marriages need to stay together, whether good, bad, happy, or sad. But America is trying to tear a good marriage apart. And I'm talking about Cardi B, y'all, and her wonderful husband, honey, Offset. Now, it's being reported, y'all, that we talked about this, that Cardi B and Offset both performed, y'all, a New Year's Eve um, party um, at the um, Fountain Blue Hotel. Hotel in uh, Miami, Florida, and they're saying y'all that Cardi B got paid so much more money than um, Offset. It was ridiculous. He shouldn't even showed up. They're saying allegedly that she got paid over a million dollars, and he may have gotten paid like maybe a um, hundred, a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And some people saying this is how marriages break up, y'all, because they set jealousy. It starts jealousy among um, couples and what have you. And since they are a couple, look like they should have both been paid the same amount of money, don't y'all think? Because they both big international stars and stuff, and they performed at the same place at different times. He should have got paid the same amount, and she should have, or they shouldn't have even left the house together if they could, couldn't get paid the same amount of money. I mean. That's like, I know the housewives, they got paid a certain amount of money. They would get paid a certain amount of money to make appearances or what have you. One couldn't get paid more than the other one. And now these people are trying to separate a good couple. Is that a good look? I mean, Maria, That's a good Brad question right there. Yeah, because Brad, you're a star. Would you get paid more than your spouse, even though y'all both equal somewhat? I mean, would you well, leave the What if the they house? have, the, uh, uh, the two spouses have different, uh, smaller versus larger fan base? I don't know, but I mean, but they both stars, or I mean, look like to me, they both should have got paid on me about the same amount of money. No, here. That don't, it just go by what you get paid, you know, what you get booked for. You don't have to to perform. Yeah, they got booked I, no, to no, perform. No, no, no. I'm talking about how much money you get booked for. You get you get paid a certain amount to perform. I'm sure he does and she does. So what if it's not? Compatible or the same thing, they both still getting paid. Yeah, but I mean, but we go, both going to the same house. She didn't get you out of my house. This is my house because she got more money than him. That's not a good look. Uh, no, as an artist, <laughs> you get paid whatever you get paid, Gary. Uh-huh. And then when you get married, Gary, mm-hmm. it's it's our it's one money. pot. It's our. Yeah, but when you get house. well, yeah, but, uh, when you yeah, get married, I, I brought in a million. You brought in fifteen thousand. So no. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. Once you get married, Gary, mm. it's, it's every. It's just, yes. Yeah. We all together. It's, it's mine. It's mm-hmm. your, what's yours is mine, and what's mine's is yours. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Rick, you believe that? And, and when you in love for real, you don't mind sharing. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm going to share, but honey, but I still I got a million. You, you, you and B.E. James, uh, uh, B.E. eating James, <laughs> yeah. bro, how much did he take? Yeah. yeah, he took everything because he ain't had nothing. He took what he came with, honey. You take what you came with, honey. Leave it all at the door what I bought. Period. Now you put him out. He was staying with you. That's right. Well, he kind of visited. <laughs> <laughs> it was a visit. Okay. Moving on, honey. It other celebrity news, y'all. T.I. Baby and his beautiful wife, Tiny, y'all, are being accused again of drugging y'all and sexual assaulting a dog or woman that allegedly was into a hotel back in 2005. Now, they called her Jane Doe. I don't know why they don't call this girl by her real name, but they called her Jane Doe, and she claimed that she met T.I. and Tiny, honey, you know, um, at a nightclub, and then um, Tiny fed her a spiked drink, she said. Now, she alleged that they both brought her back to their hotel where they sexually assaulted her. Now, they're saying the suit described that the plaintiff has been in her early 20s when the assault happened, and she was forced Y'all, and she was serving at least in the U.S. Air Force at the time. Now, she alleged y'all they both introduced Honey to the couple by an associate by the name of Caviar, whom she met uh, had met at the house of the um, rapper Coolio the night before the assault. The woman said that she was separated from her group and then ended up along with Tiny and T.I. and the two other women who were ultimately y'all asked to leave. Now, she said allegedly, Honey, that, you know, they're saying that... um. 
um, they reopened the California Sexual Abuse and Cover-Up Accountability Act. That's the thing that came up even though it's been 18 years ago. Now, they said the couple has denied these claims in a statement issued to the press through the thing. But this woman said that T.I. allegedly, um, how did she, she say he forced her or whatever and he used his toe to, you know, to, to <laughs> do her. So. Which toe was it? Was it? She didn't say which toe, but she said he used I his toe. I think she said it was a big toe. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah I just believe that. But what? Rick is. I know because she said he used he his toe. On it. He, he performed. He performed a certain uh, allegedly it was uh, a, act with his toe. When you got more than one woman, he got to use his thing. You got multitasking. A whole bunch of chicks. You got to have them jumping on everything. Multitasking. A lot of situations that got to be attended to in that. You got that gold toe socks on. And get the sock on and get the work. Yes, Lord. Man. Toe tickler. So we had a nice pedicure ahead of time. Oh, my God. Just praying uh, that, you know. That's, what, that's why you have to always get a pedicure. You never know what you're going to end up doing. Yeah. Another meaning to toe it up. You got down, you had that big toenail hanging off. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Toe something just up. I'm gonna just go ahead to the color, baby. I heard a lot of things. What in the doctor shows is going on right now? <laughs> <laughs> the color today, hell, is Holly Berry. On the high you say Holly Berry, and on the Lord you say beautiful red. That's your color for the day, honey. My Lord. Man, y'all gotta stop. Y'all give it up for Gary with the T. All right, y'all, Ricky's around the morning show. Got your wake up calls. Get us your boy 8669, Ricky 8669RICKEY. Let's go. Wake up. Wake up. It's time to get your show together. Yo, my name Graver. I'm calling from Birmingham. I want to wake up my kids. Y'all get up, get ready for school. Thank you, Jesus, for this day. Wake up, wake up, wake up. This is Gwen. I'm calling from Baton Rouge. I want to wake up all my co-workers at Gastroenterology Associates. And Ricky, I loved you when you was in Mississippi. <laughs> my name is Stephanie. I'm calling from Chicago, and I want to say good morning to New Life Covenant Southeast Church, where the pastor is John F. Hanna. Have a good one. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, y'all, Rick's about the morning show, 829 after the hour, y'all. Listen, man, uh, I just want to say, take this opportunity 
I ought to say, first of all, uh, thanking God for uh, the opportunity that he has uh, bestowed upon uh, me in this morning show. We've been on the air all of these years and uh, just another wonderful opportunity that uh, I still get the opportunity to perform and do stand up comedy, which I absolutely love. Stand up comedy bought so many things to the table. Uh, it brought television shows. It brought movies and it bought radio and giving us an opportunity to help and bless others and help other people start their careers as well. Uh, this past weekend, if you don't know, uh, the 30th, the 29th and the 30th at the Lyric Auditorium in Birmingham, Alabama, I taped my comedy special. I have not done one in 12 years. Uh, I just never really wanted to just do a whole lot of, of stand-up uh, comedy specials for the simple fact that... Uh, I just, I have to have comp material that I'm comfortable with. Uh, I, I like to perform a certain way. And if I feel like it's not quite where I want it to be, I'm not going to go on stage and do it just to be doing one. Uh, Brett, you can understand that. Sometimes you write songs and it's like, it's just okay. It's it's good, but it ain't hidden a certain way. So so you're just not, not going to perform it. Uh, I want to uh, shout out comedian extraordinaire special k uh sean larkins comedian rita brent and comedian marvin hunter sir walt uh different ones who's on been on the road with me helping me prepare for this special and even in stand-up comedy there is a need for coaching uh comics see you on stage performing while the audience laughing, comics standing on the side of the stage are standing in the back watching you make mistakes. And you might get a standing ovation and you might kill according to the audience, but they don't know the difference. But the comics know. So, hey, man, uh, you, you, you should have did that like this and you need to take some of that out. And uh, I really want to shout you out, Special K, because you got in my face a few times about a whole lot of mistakes I was making on stage. And I remember you said to me, you said, we have a brand to protect you cannot say those words you cannot right. you saying this too many times you saying that too many times and dealing with the fact that um, I'm going through grief and grief counseling uh, coming up on the one year of all of that uh, uh, all kind of triggers going off still able to go on stage and perform the material and get it right and we got the Huntsville when you walked in the dressing room after I got off stage that last show and said, okay, you ready? Like a coach would. And I come from athletics. I come from uh, from baseball, basketball, and football mainly, and marching band uh, or, or whatever. Uh, and just to have that coaching and that discipline and that structure made a great comedy special, which will be coming out real soon. I'm so excited about this. Probably one of my best performances uh special case so i just wanted to say thank you i, I know you want to add something oh uh, yeah well i mean and and thank you for um you know for man showing love giving that res uh props uh, i appreciate it for, for me it's just you know we've been on the road together off and on for a couple of decades now and uh you know i just consider that you know in part i'm showing appreciation for not only our friendship our personal friendship but for you know the opportunities that you've given me, you know to be on the radio, to 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 make a good living, to have 
you know, uh, uh, get on the road and, and do these big shows and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, in appreciation for that, I feel like the least I can do is uh, offer, you know, advice and, and critique and stuff like that and uh, constructive criticism to help you, you know, because uh, you need somebody on the outside looking in sometimes to help you along this journey. Comedy ain't an easy thing. Stand-up comedy is, I think, maybe the hardest thing to do in entertainment and yeah. uh so you know when you're not out there just by yourself and just winging it and even yeah. if you're doing great and doing good and have a great career you still like you said you still need somebody on the outside right. looking in to help you make the you know better moves so yeah well i, well, I just want to say thank you for the opportunity uh i will be addressing the cat williams situation uh I, thank you cat i mean uh, thank you uh special k for everything i really appreciate you rita brent marvin hunter Sir, while well, everybody to add it uh, to make that whole situation great, I'll be dressing the Cat Williams uh, uh, saga <laughs> in, in good spirit. Uh, uh, in good spirit, I, I will address. I need, just need to clarify some stuff. I got all of that coming up. Ricky Smile the Morning Show. All right, let's go to the phone. Uh, uh, Black Tron, where you at? Hey, good morning, go, good morning, Rick. Good bruh, morning, everybody. Oh, uh, this? Twenty twenty four, baby. You starting the year wrong? Twenty twenty four, baby. You know what I'm saying? But hey, look. You starting to y'all good, shout out, cause you know what I'm saying. You sounding good. You coming. You got a lot of energy. You got a lot of uh. You just you just you showing up, shout out. And, and what we said on Monday, we said the 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 the, the motto for this year was we gonna show up, shout out. We showing up. That that's that's yeah. our, that's our that's our whole theme for 2024. You got that's to on. show up. You know what I'm yeah. saying, and and you doing it right now. You know what I'm saying, and you giving props to your but people. But you got the walk, the walk, and everything, I mean, I'm proud of you, Shouty. That's like you, you show, you just, you just doing everything you fall to no, do. No, you know no, what I'm don't saying? make it Shouty. about me, Black Tony. Nah, nah, but it is about you though, Shouty. Because it's the real. What, what the name of the money show is? What the name of it is? The Rick and Smiley Morning Show. That's right. So that's all that matters, Shouty. All that matters is the you or where you fall to be, Shouty. You know what I'm saying? Cause you right. got to feel good about that. Rock T feel good that you showed up. Cause without, sure without, do. without, ain't that right, Rock T? That's a check. He Back show, Tony. Yes, hey, sir. Rock T, Rock T, what the thing for 2024 is showing up, right? Exactly. Showing up, you got, you, but you down right, Shouty. That's what it is, Shouty. So look, I'm glad you motivated. Down and good, that money. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a real, I'm in real good spirit. Um, I'm at the, I'm at the crib right now, cause um, you know this is the first week back from vacation, and um. It's Thursday, Shout. It don't make no sense to come back to work on a Thursday. Who come back on a Thursday? And tomorrow, Friday, and then we all. So, what about yesterday so, and the day before, though? Uh, nah, why you always looking in the past? We talking about what's, we, we trying to move forward, Shout. Ain't nobody trying to. You always dealing with the past, right? So you always dealing with you dwelling on the past. You need to look forward and, and, and focus on the future. That's your day. We go look. That's our. That's our motto for twenty twenty four. Uh, show up and focus Black. on the future. So let's focus on the future. I'll Black see y'all on Monday. Black Tony. <laughs> what? What about tomorrow? You can't call in and just get everybody motivated all week about starting off the new year and then. But you you tricked us by not being here yourself. Cause it's it's so. I don't. I don't want you to focus on negativity. When you say I'm not being here, that's negative, shout You can't be. You can't do that. You got to be positive. But well, well, what is positive is I'm gonna be there. That's what's positive. Say you're not here when? right now, but you gonna when? be there. Shout, who come to work after a holiday week? Who come to work on Thursday? That don't make no sense. That's that's crazy. 
I see y'all on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm talking to one of my cousin friends. He talked faster than him. He gonna walk up and introduce himself. Child Johnson, man. Everybody around here call me Bama Nisha, though. Everybody around here call me Bama Nisha. It's fine. You call me that. Everybody call you Bama Nisha's. Yeah, everybody in the whole city calling Bama Nisha. Don't even worry about it. It's fine. You call me that. Don't even worry about it. So all week long, my ass talking about Bama Nisha's. What up, boy? Hey, Bama Nisha, run to the store. Grab some beer. Come on back. My cousin said, what you calling him? <laughs> Bama Nisha's. He said, everybody call him Bominicious. It's all right for me to call him that. Like, nah, man, it ain't CJ. He's saying you could call me by my initials. That's what he's saying. <laughs> hey, y'all, the legendary Saturday entertainer. Hold it. Half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the T. It's Gary, baby. Gary has the tea and the color of the day, Gary. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Thursday, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. The Proud Warriors, y'all, are definitely being solicited, y'all, for Miss Olivia Sky. I don't know if y'all know who Olivia is, but, honey, she is being slammed, honey, by Bob. Now, he's the father of their three-year-old beautiful daughter, Stone. Now, they're saying that the wannabe rapper wrote, I wish my baby mother got ran over by a Mack truck, honey. And they say he put some oh. little laugh emojis, honey. And so they say, Bow Wow, honey, he later um, commented y'all under the shade room post, Byron in real life, you know, referring to his role in Medea's um, Big Happy Family. Now, they were saying back in 2011, y'all, Tyler Perry directed the film, Bow Wow played Byron, whose ex and mother of his child, Sabrina, who was played by Tiana Taylor, uses their son's child support money and supplies for herself, y'all. Now, they're saying, despite deleting the story, they say fans attacked Bow Wow. They came out and they said, that's disgusting and very ignorant thing to say about the mother of your kid. Then somebody said, thinking it's crazy, posting it for millions of people to see is even crazier. And they went on and on about that, y'all. I mean, does he have the right to say that? Because, I mean, if he feels that way, I mean, does he have the, the right to express how he feels? I mean, you know, we are in 2024, I mean... Can he say that, you know, about his baby's mom, even though the child will grow up one day and read this um, this situation and stuff? Y'all think so, Brad? I think that's I mean, why you, know? you don't do it, <laughs> because your child can grow up and see what you said about their mother. Yeah. You never want to wish yeah. harm on anybody, especially not the mother of your children. Yeah. Especially, K, would you say that to your baby mom? I would never. You wouldn't? No. Okay. <laughs> well, y'all, well, we just got to pray, honey. Hopefully everything gets better, you know, with Bow Wow, you know. And I t- just mentioned... Um, Tyler Perry and honey yesterday um Cat Williams went on his rounds. I don't know if y'all heard about it, but <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, we heard yeah, don't, yeah, don't you dare come on. Baby, he show. went on his rounds yesterday, honey. He had something to say. You know, he talked about Tyler Perry, he talked about Ricky Smiley, Steve Harvey, and all those other people. But I mean, my thing is, I mean, he uh, at least he was nice. He didn't say nothing about Ricky. She, she, the show that was deleted. At least he didn't talk about that. So that was a good thing. Yeah. Those two shows that you was on. <laughs> Talking about the two uh 
Because yeah, you know you're talking about the, the, yeah, the, the two one. seasons I did on with the Ricky Smiley show. Yeah, yes, he he did. Girl, girl, y'all know them sitcoms hard. That's like going to elementary school. You got to sit in a trailer all day and memorize script. That ain't my thing. So yeah. the damn show failed, it just damn failed. Hell. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> but, okay, it, but, it pro, but it propelled you to where you are now. Well... Yeah, we're propelling the way in now, but Cat Williams did agree, though, honey. He had some things he had to say, child. He said, y'all stealing roles and stuff like that, but, honey. And the thing about it is, I felt, you know, a certain kind of way. I said, I wanted to say something, but I couldn't what? say nothing because Baby Cat had receipts. So, honey, he came. What, but what? Oh, talk about, uh... Uh, tell me the, the, the thing you said about my sitcom being yeah, canceled. Yeah, yeah, and all that other I mean, hell, right it's now, true. Like, uh, yeah. Look, man, that, that was hard. Everybody know when I was uh, doing, uh, we were doing the morning show, then we would do Dish Nation after the morning show. Then yeah. you got to go all the way across town in Atlanta and go on a set and sit in a trailer and take a 30-minute nap and then memorize a damn script and then get back to your yeah. uh, apartment at midnight only to be back up at 4 o'clock in the morning to do the morning show. Uh, Monday through Friday and shows on the weekend. Hell yeah. no. Yeah, Damn right I mean, they canceled it. I don't care. Yeah, but uh, I mean, but I don't like the idea he attacked you and say nothing about Ray J or um, Anthony um, Brown. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Let's throw everybody under the bus, right? <laughs> Ray J was on that show. <laughs> Anthony Brown was on that damn show. Uh, Special <laughs> K made appearances on the show. Yeah, he I was, was a writer on the show. Yeah, that's why it was bad. Yeah, your ass, yeah, your ass. My script was nominated for an Emmy, damn it. Hold on. Gary, how many appearances you made on the show? Well, I mean, but he didn't see me. He just saw you. <laughs> he saw the big names, baby. He didn't see me, honey. I was yeah. just, honey, just there, honey, just sitting in the audience. Through. As a uh, uh, as a church member sitting in the audience on on the We Miss Robert episode, go yeah. on. You being real messy this morning. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I just know where it came from. But I mean, I was clutching my pearls when all that madness was going. On. I'm like, wait a minute, now you talked about my check. First of all, honey, so let's calm down and pump the brakes. But nevertheless, <laughs> I mean, he said what he said. He said he had receipts and all that other stuff. So I don't know where those receipts came from. If they was from um, the company. Oh, uh, well, but we just know the shows was canceled, and that's all. It was about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> but anyway, anyway. Yes, um, yes, oh, yes, have, yes uh, it, was, it was canceled. I, 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 I admit. But they still say it's shown in Africa, so that's a good thing. <laughs> Nigeria. <laughs> Nigeria, I'm sorry. Save them for, so at least it's being shown. That's right, so, Gary. <laughs> hey, I got to do what I got to do, Gary. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do, honey. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do, honey. So, and you hey, we're going to be addressing all this coming up. Oh, oh, you're going to, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> All right, you wait for that. You wait for that. Well, you can have some more tea to pour. Yes, honey, I'm nervous right now, so I'm gonna make sure that's poured nice and gently, honey. Pour that with some, um, some, um, some um, um, casserole. Whew, so that was straight through. I knew, I knew you was gonna do it. I knew you was gonna do it. <laughs> All right, the cologne. I bet, I, bet, I, bet, I bet you couldn't even sleep. I bet you. Ricky, I, bet, I couldn't. Ricky, I, I could not sleep. I bet I it brought you so much joy to come on here, and 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 the way I've been talking about your outfits all of yes, 2023. Honey. I bet you was up doing. Splits in the mirror last night that you finna get up and pour this tea right here. This is your clap back. To yeah, me. I, I didn't want to call nobody. Scoundrel. Mm-hmm. I don't want to call nobody. I say, honey, I couldn't wait till my my time come. But at least you know Jesus knows we can. That's all what matters. So that's all what matters. All right, the color today is holly berry. On the hand, you say holly berry, and on the loin, just a beautiful red. Y'all, that's the color for the day, honey. It's a beautiful color. Don't y'all love that color, Brad? Yeah. <laughs> y'all give it up for Gary with the tea. With your messy self. Well, yeah, Ricky, yeah. we got to get the people, get the people what they want. <laughs> 
Did you see that post? People are talking. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, y'all. Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Hey, uh, listen. Uh, first of all, good morning, and uh, thank y'all for this. Uh, thank y'all for this opportunity, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Uh, listen, let's uh, just get into this. Uh, the whole uh, internet going crazy. Uh, comments that Cat Williams made. Uh, whatever I can't speak on behalf of the other comedians, but the only thing I can speak for is myself. Cat uh, made some comments on Shannon Sharp's show about uh, when I was on uh, Shannon Sharp was telling him the story of some of the behind the scenes from Friday after next. Let's start. Let's start with that. Uh, when I when I went out there, uh, let's just go back in 2000. I was the host of BET Comic View and in the season 2004. Uh, I also worked on this show called Live from L.A. That was my first job with BET. And uh, that's where I met Ice Cube, uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And Ice Cube was like, man, hey, man, I like your work. Uh, I want to do some stuff with you. I want to put you in some movies. And Ice Cube started putting me in movies, which really uh, helped my career. Uh, I was in All About the Benjamins. <laughs> but, of course, uh, when they changed the ending of it, didn't, that part didn't make any sense. But uh, then he put me in Friday After Next. <clears throat> and uh, just for clarification, I went out to audition for Friday After Next as Money Mike, not the Santa Claus. And that that is that is the honest God truth. Uh, I had no reason to go on there and... Uh, uh, to go on Shannon Sharp's show and lie about any of that, uh, that that's what I auditioned for uh, was Money Mike and I guess the producers uh, Cube and everybody saw something different and uh, I, I think that Money Mike character uh, Special K was going to come off as kind of like uh, just a uh, uh, uh one of uh, a guy who was hanging around in the uh, strip mall who was just kind of being annoying yeah. and almost like a crackhead type of character that was right. Just, so Cat, yeah. I, I guess when Cat Williams uh, uh, did it, they added the whole pimp twist uh, to that character, which was actually a better decision and made it funnier. Because ain't no way in the hell I could have uh, executed that role like that. And I'm glad that they made that decision and they put me in a Santa Claus role, uh, which was actually perfect. So when I got back to L.A., they said, hey, your role has changed. You're going to be the Santa Claus. And here's the Santa Claus suit. Put, put it on, and here's your lines. Sat in the trailer, went over the lines, went over my stuff with Cube, and the rest is history. Uh, had no reason. Uh, I just want to want to clarify that. Had no reason to lie uh, uh, about that. As a matter of fact, uh, my manager at the time, Gary Abdo, who is still one of my best friends who also helped start my career, and he's the owner of uh, the Atlanta Comedy Theater in Atlanta. Uh, we got him on the phone. Just, just to clarify uh, Gary Abdo, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. How are you, my friend? Oh, I'm good, man. Uh, j- just for clarification, you know, uh, you was my manager at the time. We went to L.A. together uh, for the audition. Uh, Cube wanted to see us. What is your version? Yeah, well, you know, we're old, and that was 23 years ago. So, you know, our memories are what our memories are. You you went out, you auditioned, they wanted you to play Money Mike. That was the sides that they had sent. The sides are the portion of the script for the part they want you to play. Those were the sides they sent. That was the audition you did. 
They said, great, we want you to play this role. Uh, my recollection is you had to go back and read for the execs from the studio one final time. And the night before that, we got different sides and they said, no, we want you to play this role. And we didn't understand it. You know, we really were under the impression, well, you had the role as Money Mike, but then all of a sudden they switched it up. Now we understand why. Cat came in, blew them away. He's an incredible performer. That was probably one of the most iconic breakout parts in movie history. I mean, that Absolutely. was literally Cat. That was literally Cat's first movie. You know, Friday was not Chris Tucker's first movie. Next Friday was not Mike Epps' first movie. To for that to have been Cat Williams' first movie. And he exploded. I mean, that Killed literally him. made him an iconic touring comedian, one of the biggest to do it in this generation. And, you know, the rest, as they say, was history. But, yeah, absolutely, without a doubt, you were auditioning for Money Mike. We were told you had the role, and then that switched up overnight. And, and I'm glad I end up doing the, being a the Santa Claus because that, that role was, was uh, iconic and not as, uh, as funny as his. I, I, I like the pimp. I personally like the pimp better, but the Santa Claus role was just perfect for me at the time I was skinny and could run fast. Uh, so, <laughs> And you could squeeze over that gate. So, yeah, that right. was the... I just uh, wanted to, to, to clarify that. And then there was no contract ever uh, that uh, in, in agreement with the first Sunday movie because that was a whole different production directed by who just directed my Netflix special, David E. Talbert, uh, about me playing Bernice Jenkins. Uh, that's something that David called me personally. David and Lynn are fans and have been fans of my work for a long time. And it was like, we want you to play Bernice Jenkins and you know, and 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 here you go, and and that's what happened. And I went out there and shot that in one day, me and Red Grant, and that was a lot of fun. Right. And it had nothing to do with uh, Cat Williams' contract uh, or, or, or whatever. So, so I'm, you know, what I'm saying like, uh, I, I respect, uh, I respect Cat. Uh, definitely disappointed that uh, you have to get on the air and explain something uh, uh, like this, but uh, you know. That, that's that's the that's the, that's the truth, and I, I don't know what else to say. So <laughs> there it is. There, there's not much. There's not much else to say. You, you know, it's indisputable that Cat played that role, killed it, killed and it, built an entire career out of that one role that all of us look at and go, "Wow, that's absolutely amazing." But it's also indisputable. You were auditioning for Money Mike. We were told you and, had and, the role. You just had right. to read one more time. And then that switched up. And, and the crazy thing about it is uh, we had a conversation uh, when it came out. He, he said a lot of this 12 years ago. And we had a conversation because I was on 14th Street in Atlanta, right by the Four Seasons Hotel. And I was driving down the street with my granddad in the car. And I saw Cat Williams going across the street on 14th Street. And I said, Cat, what's up? Uh, whatever. I just wanted to make sure we was good. He said, come over and have a cup of coffee with me because he was walking over to Starbucks. And I went over and went, uh, uh, he went in there and got the coffee. We was uh, chopping it up or whatever. Just didn't even really talk about the issue or whatever. I said, hey, man, I want you to come out and say hello to my granddad. Uh, my granddad is a fan. He came out to the truck. 
Uh, I'll never forget, I was in my Ford F-150, and I came out and spoke to my granddad. He hugged my granddad and wished him well. My granddad was like, keep doing what you're doing, young man. My granddad was living at the time. And it was just me and my granddaddy in the truck. And uh, and we dapped it up, and that was uh, that was it. I mean, that, that was that was it, and I thought that, that we were good. I didn't know that we had any issues. And if there are any issues or if there's anything that I've done, uh, not only to Cat Williams, to anybody, uh, I apologize and I'm not perfect. I made mistakes, but uh, I did. I, I you know, that, that's just the honest to God truth. And I did audition for what I auditioned for. And I'm glad that the producers made that decision. And let me address uh, all of the, 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 the things with uh, Gary. You can help me out with this because, you know, comedy greats like uh, Flip Wilson played Geraldine. Richard Pryor played some roles on his show. Uh, Jamie Foxx played Wanda. Uh, Martin played Shanene. Um, uh, I did. Bernice Jenkins, Tyler Perry did. Madea has a lot of comics and a lot of comedy greats that did characters for the sake of funny, for entertainment, for the sake of the laugh. And it has nothing to do with nobody's uh, comfortable in the role. Nobody wants to put on a, a, a damn dress or, or comfortable in it, you know. Uh, uh, that has nothing to do with my manhood being lessened for uh, trying to play a role and trying to put food on the table for my family. Uh, uh, because it's a, I grew- it's a prop. It's it's nothing more than a prop. It's nothing more than a a, a, a way to get a I mean, back in you know Shakespeare's time, there were no females playing females' roles. Every female role was played by a man. You know, yeah, it's yeah. just part of an it's part of an art form. It's part of what makes it funny. You bring the funny to it. I wish that uh, uh, I'm sure you remember. People don't know about this. The pilot that you shot for the King is a Comedy TV show, Bernice Jenkins had a whole sketch with Medea. Yeah, yeah, people I did a sketch with, uh, uh, with with Medea, me, Earthquake, Tyler Perry. Uh, Nisi Nash, uh, we did a thing called The Pew. It's supposed to be like The View, but it was a church-based version of The View. And uh, it was just kind of great to see Bernice Jenkins, the character, and Medea. And I started off doing Bernice Jenkins, uh, doing prank phone calls on the on the uh, Buck Wild right. Morning Show in Birmingham, which spinned into... Hey, I think you should do a character. This would be a great character for this role. So we were all in our 30s, uh, uh, late 20s, doing what we had to do in order to be successful. Now that we we are older, I'm comfortable in my job in uh, radio. I'm comfortable in, uh, you know, the roles that I get and the things that I I get to do. And I just finished a, a phenomenal comedy special so so the statement about Ricky Smiley is not funny I've been sold out since 97 that part every every single show I have done since 97 maybe not big arenas but I, I pack up those theaters and, and 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 have to add shows and comedy clubs in between radio and all of that and raising the family I'm comfortable with what, what makes me sad um, I don't like the way that made my kids feel and that's why I'm not gonna you know, uh, go after him because uh, he has kids and and family members and nieces and nephews also, and it hurts uh, our family members and people that do love us when we say hurtful things about each other. So uh, we want to wish Cat Williams the best or whatever. It ain't nothing but love over here just because we don't agree. Arnes J and I had beef for uh, about 20 years, and I end up sitting next to him on a plane 
And when I saw him, I couldn't do nothing but grab him and hug him. And we text each other all day on Christmas Day. It feel like we trying to make up for lost time. Two talented people that actually love each other. And our uh, and, uh, spe- and our uh, uh, special K Cat Williams got some comedy dates coming up. He's going to be in Birmingham. Cat Williams is coming to Huntsville. I want y'all to go out and support him. I want y'all to pack those damn theaters and show nothing but unconditional love uh, to him and to any comic that come into our space. You know, Birmingham, Huntsville. That's like my area or whatever where I grew up or whatever. Uh, K, K, you got the dates? Uh, yeah, you got us. Uh, January 12th, Cedar Park, Texas. The 14th, Estero, Florida. The 19th, Huntsville, Alabama. The 26th of January, Tupelo, Mississippi. Y'all go ahead and uh, get on Ticketmaster. Get them tickets. Yeah, make sure y'all go out and see Cat Williams and go out and support him, man. It's all it's all love over here because it's enough money out here for everybody. Um, So what we're addressing for everybody that's tuning in, we're just in the, addressing the whole uh, Cat Williams situation. And uh, I'm going to leave it at that, man, uh, because uh, here's the thing what we all need to understand. Here's what we all need to understand. You know where you've been, but you don't know where you're going. And you don't know who you're going to need. And I promise to God, if, 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 if there's anything that he or anybody in his family on his staff ever need, we'll be there. You know, because I stick up for comics and, and we all are not perfect and we all don't get along all the time. Or whatever. We all have issues, but at the same time, we are all in the same game. I don't agree with all the cues all the time. I go, I go to the conclave and go through different stuff with the bros or whatever. But at the same, at at the end of the day, uh, Omega Sci-Fi, this friendship is essential to the soul, manship, uh, 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 manhood, scholarship, uh, uplift. Uh, I'm my mind racing, so uh, 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 I, I can't, I can't even think straight. Uh, uh, our four cardinal principles, or uh, whatever. My mind just racing right now because I'm I'm trying not to miss, trying not to misquote anything. Uh, so so thank y'all for this opportunity. I gave three. I know the cues gonna kill me, uh, but thank y'all so much for this opportunity to uh, explain this. And um, you know, uh, Rick, let me say something real fast because back to the Bernice Jenkins situation. Because at one point in time, you was close to retiring that character, yeah, and, and that. That shows that's comedy genius to me. That shows your versatility as an entertainer, and and I'm glad, and I think we all can speak for this. I'm glad that you didn't retire, Bernice Jenkins, because that's that's comedy Hall of Fame type stuff, man. So be proud of who you've done, what you've done in your career, and the versatility of your skill, man. That is what it is. Yeah. So yeah, can I, uh, if I can say something real quick, Ricky, I've known you since 1992. I've known you since before Bernice Jenkins was born, in an essence. And I couldn't be prouder of all the work you've done. You've always worked so hard. It, it, it's just, it's amazing to look back and watch somebody grow their career to the heights like you have done. So congratulations yeah. on everything. Yeah, and, and, uh, and, and the thing about it is we employing people. We feeding, uh, supporting the whole girls' school over in Kenya, uh, doing great things in the community. Uh, doing great things with our uh, uh, wonderful national fraternity, and uh, and then you know the thing about it is it just came at a, a crazy time because I'm actually somewhere away from Birmingham trying to figure out how I'm gonna get through this one year of my son's passing, and that's why we have to be real careful when we attack 
because you don't know what somebody going through. Like I'm, I'm in deep therapy. I'm having body pain. I'm not trying to do say any of this for sympathy, but like my son died January last year, and I can't deal with the winter. I'm having, having seasonal uh, depression right now, and trying to figure out how I'm gonna deal with all of that. And I'm not saying any of this for sympathy, but I'm just saying like I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with stuff, and I just wanted to clarify, or whatever. But, uh. Being raised in the church and being brought up the way I was brought up, I just have to handle things the right way. Uh, might might not be the most popular way because I am a comic. I can crack jokes and I could go in too, but I have to choose a different route because I have a responsibility. And we don't want to upset anybody in his family or any of his fans. And we don't want to have to make people choose because why can't people support Cat Williams and me and Sid and Faison and Michael Blackson and Mike Epps and Jamie Foxx. It's enough. Uh, but we can't perform everywhere every single weekend. So it's enough money out here for everybody. God bless Cat Williams. God bless his family. I hope that he is safe. I hope that he is healthy. I love him. I love everybody. And I always have. All right, y'all. Time right now is uh 20 before the top of the hour. More Rick's Mind the Morning Show. Coming up, uh, Rick Smiley Morning uh-huh. Show. Uh, Jeff Johnson got three things you need to know. Brother Jeff, good morning. Happy to have you, bro. Man, there is no place I'd rather be than on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show this morning. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, everybody. I want to have a conversation about Claudine Gay, uh, former president of Harvard University. Um, but I, I'll be honest with y'all. I'm, I'm conflicted about even how to have it, right? The The... This woman, Dr. Claudine Gay, resigned as the president of Harvard University um, amidst what was now morphed into a plagiarism uh, accusation and and attack. Um, Dr. Gay was very clear in her resignation letter that any questions about her scholarship, um, which were never really questioned, uh, they were questions about plagiarism, were addressed at the time. Um, and many of you who are connected to academia know that there are times where you intentionally plagiarize. There are times when you unintentionally uh, use someone's work without citing it. Um, and when it was brought to her attention at the time, uh, she at least states, and it has not been um, refuted, that she made folks aware of it and it was corrected. But like, let, let's be honest, y'all. The scrutiny of the hiring process for the president of Harvard is on par with that of a Fortune 100 corporation. They got a global brand, prestigious alumni, expectations of the marketplace to produce leaders, and oh yeah, a $50 billion endowment. Claudine Gay doesn't get to the president to be president of Harvard without a crazy rigorous vetting process. And so my question is, where were all these questions about plagiarism when she was going through the process of being named president? That's why I call BS on this, Um, because even she says clearly in her uh, resignation letter that she fell for a well-laid trap. And and I'm just going to be okay. I'm just going to keep it honest here because I I just don't have the energy or the patience not to. This was not about plagiarism. This was about her unwillingness to in a moment and even in a follow up moment, say that um, not that 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 genocide against the state of Israel saying it was against the policy of the university. And right. she stated, I don't know. 
It depends on the context. She didn't say that genocide was acceptable based on context. She said that based on the rules of an institution that is supposed to be about free speech and and academic debate, she doesn't know that it depends on the context of how that is used there. And so, of course, that was used against her. Um, It was not a smart political choice for her to make. Um, But this was not a justification for her to lose her job or for all of a sudden her scholarship um, or her ability to lead Harvard University uh, to be questioned. I think one of the one of the big things, Kay, for me, that was a telltale sign um, that this was nonsense was when even Jewish students and other members of the Harvard community stood with her. Um, This was not one of those hardcore every faction of the Jewish community comes against her. This was, she came, she, she stood on it. She then apologized for it. There were people that stood there with her, but, but this, this to me, right. If we're going to be totally honest, this, this daughter of a Haitian engineer and nurse raised in New York city in Saudi Arabia, who went to Exeter. If, if you know, you know, um, she went to Princeton. She went to Stanford and got a, a degree in economics. She got a Ph.D. from Harvard, had the best dissertation in poli sci, was a distinguished professor um, and rose the ranks to lead um, one of the departments at Harvard through COVID, was then named their their president. Um, this is not a person that um, should be having her credentials Question. Her work ethic yeah. or her pro- or her progress, right? Because Harvard grew under her leader. She was she was Harvard grew as a result of her engagement. Uh, she wasn't president long enough to do a whole lot as president. Um, but but through her service to the institution, the institution was better. So I, I'm not here, man, at this state to, to say that um, what she said during a congressional hearing was the right thing to say. I know that there was nothing that she said that was anti-Semitic. And if we going to be totally honest, Kay, and I want to hear your thoughts here, I am tired of people lifting a historic relationship between blacks and Jews only for any time a black person steps out of line for what makes a certain sect of the Jewish community uncomfortable. It be named anti-Semitism, even if it's just critique. Jeff, even the fact that we're having (laughs) the fact that we're having this conversation right now, the fact that you're stating the things as clearly and as plainly and as articulately as you are, some people would view that as anti-Semitic. If if we talk about the civil rights movement, if we talk about the 1960s, if we talk about even the early 70s, there was a legitimate alliance between black leadership and Jewish leadership in various parts of the country that I think was meaningful. That relationship has not necessarily evolved in a way that has been focused, that has been effective, um, that has been about the benefit of our community. Um, and there have been consistent places where there has been a black person that has 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 has, uh, has levied critique against the Jewish community, not death threats, not threats of violence, not um, 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 uh, call for violence, but critique. And it's been labeled as anti-Semitism. Well, we got to um, be able to I, have I the conversation. And that's it, brother. And we also we, and I need some of my more because, listen, because the Jewish community is 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 is, is isn't as monolith is not monolithic just like we aren't. And so 
whether you whether you ride with the state of Israel, whether you ride with the ADL, whether you ride with APAC, whether you are a conscientious uh, member of the Jewish community, it does not make them all the same. And so I'm not trying to paint a broad brush here, but I am looking for some of my friends who are Jewish to say, look, Jeff, here is the distinction between critique and anti-Semitism. And right. this is this is where the line is crossed for me. Because I've just seen too many of our folks, whether it's journalists or leaders, all the way taken out because they have been labeled as anti-Semitic. And ain't nobody called a black leader to ask them to have a conversation, to talk about it, to, 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 to wrestle with the difficulty, to deal with the context. Um, and so for me, it, it, it starts becoming a bit disingenuous, this, this so-called relation, historic relationship that exists when time after time after time after time after time, there is a full-scale attack on our leadership for making a remark, some remarks that are in truth, some remarks that are not, some remarks that are justifiable, some remarks that are not, but, but calling for the professional death of these folks, calling for the economic annihilation of these folks. Um, without a legitimate conversation with our community. And so I, I am here saying that I think that's what this is about, and there's no way you can tell me that it's not. Um, and until we are able to have these kind of conversations, I think the, the lifting of this historic relationship is disingenuous, if not outdated. Um, I do think that there are blacks and, and members of the Jewish community that do incredible work together, even right now, but if we're talking about this community, community, we got a lot of work to do before we start lifting the historic relationship as one that is anywhere uh, near where it needs to be if we're talking about the future. And, and this sister is a casualty of that. News headlines, entertainment, sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. It is time to bundle up and grab your umbrellas. A developing nor'easter will bring soaking rain and possible severe weather to the southeast on Friday and Saturday, with a second system following on its heels early next week. Showers and thunderstorms will begin in the warm air across Texas and into southern Oklahoma late Thursday. By Friday morning, moderate to heavy rain will continue across East Texas, leading to a wet commute around Houston, so definitely affecting many areas in the U.S. In other news, the Justice Department on Wednesday sued Texas over a new law that would allow police to arrest migrants who enter the U.S. illegally. Texas is also fighting separate court battles to keep razor wire on the border and a floating barrier in the Rio Grande. Now, I misspoke earlier. More than 300,000 migrants entered the U.S. in the month of December, not in one day. According to the U.S. Customs and Border uh, Patrol Commissioner, migrants crossing into the U.S. topped 10,000 on some days in December. Lastly, for all the pet lovers out there, and I do mean pet lovers, a Pennsylvania's couple's uh, dog recently ate $4,000 in cash, Ricky. A couple mm. left the cash in an envelope on the counter when mm. the dog decided to feast on the cash. Now, they contacted oh, the vet. God. How much was it? $4,000. But listen Damn, to this, dog, Brad, because, you know, we got dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, they said that the vet told them the dog would eventually pass the cash 
And that's what happened. They were able to salvage and retrieve about $3,500 of up. the money they lost. Shut up. So they didn't chew it up. I'd have had his ass right there when he get ready to squat. Right up there on, on the counter at Wall, uh, 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 Wells Fargo. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh. I'd put his ass right up on yeah. that counter at Wells Fargo. Squat right here. And lady, mm. put you some gloves mm. on and get the count. That's right, baby. Make a deposit. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, literally. I'm Maria Moore, and that's what's happening in news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what you got in sports? Let's start off with the NFL Pro Bowl players. They have been selected and saw San Francisco 49er quarterback Brock Purdy will start for the NFC. Miami quarterback Tua Tagovailoa will start for the AFC. 49ers had nine total players selected. That's the most. Baltimore Ravens and the Dallas Cowboys had seven players each selected. They come in second place right there. And speaking of Baltimore, Rick, can we go ahead and just give uh, quarterback Lamar Jackson the MVP right now? Let's, All right. let's go yeah. ahead and give it yeah, to I him. Yeah, I agree. Man, this I dude, agree. not only has Lamar Jackson, but the Baltimore Ravens have been quietly moving in silence throughout this season. And I'm not – listen, you may – they may be – they you may want to put them in the Super Bowl. Like, for real. Boom. Baltimore, the Ravens. The Ravens. Yeah. Come yeah, on, they man. They got a shot. Baltimore. Ba- I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. Baltimore 49ers. That's the Super Bowl this year. That's my yes. prediction. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's my Baltimore prediction. Baltimore right about to win it all. Come on, man. Listen, Lamar Jackson is playing on a whole nother level. You can say what you want to say about what he's done in the playoffs, but um, Ravens, 49ers. That's your Super Bowl, man. Real quick, Alabama got nine players, Rick, that's entering the transfer portal, including their center. Who couldn't get the snap straight all season long? He hitting the portal, dog. Yeah, it's the, the center, the center for Alabama. Yeah, he going to a bowling league. <laughs> he would be perfect. Uh, he would hit a lot of strikes. Yes, sir. In a bowling league because apparently he can't get the bam, the damn ball to the quarterback. You got one job: hike the ball to the snap the ball to the quarterback. Or whatever, but he would be perfect in in bowling. Well, there you that's go. That's what the hell he did, especially <laughs> on the last play. But it didn't make any difference, man. We can't base that off of uh, what he did all season in that one play, or whatever. The plays were not working. It was a lot of inaccuracy with the quarterback. Quarterback simple mistakes, not stepping up into the pocket to make the throw, to make the throw, getting sacked for 15 yards, ball fumbling. But they got a lot of. Uh, uh, basic stuff that they need to clean up. Uh, you would have lost in the national championship playing like that. Well, let's just keep That's it, real talk. Let's be honest, man, since we're being real. Alabama did do it. They had a great run, losing the first game of the season to Texas, yeah. and they went undefeated after that. They beat Georgia, SEC. So, they listen, they deserve to be where they were, but they're not the same Alabama team that we're used to seeing. So Yeah, they'll be back. Yeah, exactly. They're always being a running. Yeah, Roll damn tie for Elbow. There it is, man. Hey, uh, hot, hot spots up next. That's the Brady Tech. Let's get it. Hot Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So, so hot. Yeah. Hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B R A T. So hot. Yeah. And right, that's <laughs> it's time for the hot spot with the one and only Brady Tech. What up? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat Tat, and this is The Hot Spot, but we bring you music, movies, and more, so let's get off into it. So, rumors are running rampant that actor Colbin Domingo could replace Jonathan Majors as Marvel's Kang the Conqueror. Mm-hmm. With Jonathan Majors officially out as Marvel's big bad villain after being found guilty of assaulting and harassing his former girlfriend, the company is reportedly searching for a replacement, despite Majors appearing in low-key season two, but that has reported, but that is 
reportedly not the case. Domingo previously expressed his desire to play the villain for Marvel and even pointed out that he's physically fit enough for mm. the job. He's awesome. He was in the color purple recently. Yeah. And he plays what you say. Yeah. But that's not a good look, Brad. Why would you do that to that man when he's down saying you want his job? Oh, child, if somebody could play the part, then he going to lose it anyway. I'll tell yeah. you. And if he don't get it, somebody, somebody else Somebody else is going to yeah. get it. So why not? Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't shoot your shot, you won't make the basket. Oh. You know what I'm saying? A closed mouth don't get fed. All, All right, right. Moving on. Dwayne Keefe D. Davis will have to wait another week to learn if his request to be released from the Clark County Detention Center will be granted. Now, according to reports, the former gang member was scheduled to appear in court Tuesday, I mean today, yesterday, and it says in court today, yesterday, and request permission to be released on house arrest ahead of his highly anticipated trial. His court-appointed lawyer for Davis says that he's dealing with poor health, he's in no danger, he's no danger to the community, and he is not a flight risk. Reportedly, they want the judge to set his bail no higher than $100,000. Who is that? Uh, Keefe Davis it's the person who uh, oh, with, um, supposedly two, killed two Tupac. Tupac. Yes, oh, yeah. Wow. So we should see about that. I don't think anybody wants him to get out. Everybody, of course, he's going to say he's sick and he don't feel nah. good and all that stuff because you don't want to be in there because you, you probably ain't too <laughs> safe in there either. Really and truly. All right, y'all, last but not least, Destiny Child is sending shockwaves all over the internet decades after the formation of the fame group in the 1990s. Now, a newly photo service, y'all, where all five members of a throwback girl group are pictured posing with the range of duck faces and peace signs. Uh, founding Destiny Child member Latoya Luckett shared the photo on her Instagram. It included the original members, Latavia Roberson, um, um, Kelly Rowland, and none other than Beyonce Nose Carter. It was a very cute picture. Did y'all get to check that picture yeah, out? Yeah, we did, but it kind of hurt me, though, because they didn't have Farrah. Why didn't I not have Farrah Franklin? And she was a Destiny Child, too. She, she, she you probably didn't make it to the concert. That looked like it was at the concert, like well, right. after the concert. Well, they should have invited her or waited till she was there to have all Destiny Child. It's not Destiny Child if all the children are not there. Yeah. Yep. Yes, it is. <laughs> that, that's like a, it's yes, not it Destiny is. Child if all the children are there. That's right. She ain't one of the children. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She ain't one of the you children. You said that. Okay. She is not one of the children. All right. We're going to wrap up the house by doing that note with Gary's crazy self. <laughs> it's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show.